1: Betches media presents ha ha laugh funny mention it all a bravo by Betches podcast we don't say that but now we said it with dylan hafer on, check me and barry rosenfeld i need to start drinking alcohol now go to sleep we...
0: hey everyone welcome back to the mention it all podcast i'm dylan hafer and i'm barry rosenfeld how's it going It's going good. You know, we had an exciting Family Karma premiere last night. I really enjoyed the episode. I believe you did as well. Yes? No complaints?
1: I uh, was very happy that the show is back. I am not complaining at all. We had a great interview with Vishal. It was like, what what more can
0: you ask for? Exactly. So we are going to recap last night's Beverly Hills episode. And then after that, we have, I would say, a really fun interview with Vishal. We talked about all the drama that happened in the season premiere and some of the stuff that is going to happen coming up on the season. So be sure to stick around for that. But let's let's just dive right into this Beverly Hills episode because the, oh, it was such a weird episode. And the whole time, I just wanted to like pull Sutton aside and be like, Calm the fuck down, you are doing too much. Okay.
1: I just have to say this because I remember last season
0: when she was new and she was
1: just a friend of and remember, remember if you think about it, how much I like didn't not like her, but I was just like, she's not, I I can't read her yet. Like, I don't, I don't know if I like her, like whatever. And then this, she got better. She grew on me. I admitted that. And then this season I was like, I'm happy for her. She's a housewife. And then all of a sudden I was like, back to square one. I'm just, see, I read people well. I just like, she is that girl. Who like cries at summer camp, and like the counselors like have to have her on the winning team just because she's so like annoying. I am sorry, I just want to be friends yeah, with her. So
0: okay, so there are there are some layers here. So let's let, we'll start at the beginning, which is of course her conversation with Crystal that we started last episode, and Crystal is you know saying, "Are you that girl who doesn't see color?" And um, you know Sutton walks right into it and says, "I." don't see color. I really don't. And I don't know what the problem is with that. And Crystal, I think does a really admirable job of kind of meeting Sutton where she's at and trying to have a productive conversation with her. Because I think a lot of people in Crystal's situation would have been like, fuck this. I'm not doing this with you right now. And that would have been understandable. But to her credit, Crystal is like really trying to, get through to Sutton. And I mean, it's, it's just, it's hard because I feel like Sutton really is not listening to her.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, first of all, I thought it we just have to call out the fact that Crystal thinks that Sutton's 20 years older than her and she's in a different generation, but she's really only 12 years older than her. So she's still older, but not as much, but Crystal was doing again, a really good job. And we're continuing to see these women, having to explain the way life works to these other women. Like, it's just ridiculous. But I do have to say also that we've seen Bravo do this in the past where they cut the episode and they cut the conversation at a really crucial time. And they did this last week. And, like, the world is Sutton wrong. Yes. But at the same time, Bravo didn't give her a chance to show, like, her side of the conversation. They continued it into this week. So at that point, like, the whole world was already like, is Sutton kidding? Like, blah, blah, blah but then you see a semi productive conversation with crystal and sutton so like i just think they need to like stop like ending episodes like in a time where like there's still a, a little bit of a conversation to go that's just how i feel i don't know i feel like crystal got her tried to get her point across and teach Sutton did it come did it go did it go in Sutton's ear and out the other yes but still I don't know I just feel
0: like it is interesting because then we saw you know Sutton apologize on Instagram last week Crystal posted a response to her and they had this moment on social media and obviously they were there they know what happened in Mm -hmm. the conversation but we were still in a place where it was like Oh, like, it, we left on a cliffhanger, like, exactly. I don't know, like, and obviously at the end of this episode, they're not in a good place still, again, however you want to categorize <laughs> it. So it's, it is it is interesting, like, I don't think Sutton made herself look any better this episode, no. but mm-hmm. it's, it is kind of a weird dynamic that we already saw this public, you know, kind of uh, moment between them, and then we go back into this argument and... Yes it sort of gets worse throughout the episode because Crystal and Sutton the next morning, they have this conversation. Crystal really, you know, I think is doing her best to understand where Sutton is coming from and to just not, she she doesn't want to have this issue. Like she doesn't want her time in the group to be defined by, you know, somebody said something that was like problematic and then you know the rest of my season was just that so i think crystal is doing her best to kind of move forward with sutton and they bond over the fact that they have both lost their fathers which i thought was a really nice moment but then you know the spoiler alert by the end of the episode
1: (laughs) well yeah i'm sorry i would have handled it the same exact way crystal did she just turned around basically and she was like what she probably what she wanted to say was you're fucking annoying. Like yeah. you're, that is exactly what you, but the thing is, it's true. It's like really. And crystal made a really good point. She, if Sutton, if it's not about Sutton, if it, if she's not the center, she makes herself the victim. And, I feel also, besides like the race conversations that Crystal's having, Crystal's already exhausted by being around Sutton because it's like mm-hmm. you're not fun. you're just not fun
0: <laughs> well, that I mean, yeah, that was the whole the whole thing at the end of the episode. it was like. Sutton thought there was like this big gang up that she wasn't being included in when it really wasn't like that. And I thought they actually did, once they got back to the house, a pretty good job of explaining to her, you know, who was in on what part of the prank and the fact that not everybody was doing it together without her. Kyle didn't know anything. Kathy didn't know that Erica and Rina were in on it. There were all these layers. Crystal figured it out herself. She wasn't included either. And so it's like, but Sutton still can't see that. She's like, no, no, that is not. Uh, I uh, no, like I'm not included in that prank. Like, uh.
1: but that was my issue last night while watching it because I was like, they, the this group of grown women had to sit down and explain a prank to another grown woman because a she prank. was crying because she wasn't involved. Are you, f- how long do you think I would be, it, I would be right with Crystal, right? Goodbye. No, I. I you prank, can't deal with a that. A prank
0: that is about drinking water instead of martinis. This is not a prank where anybody's feelings were hurt or it was anything malicious. It was like the silliest prank ever, which you was hilarious me? to watch. You kicked <laughs> my, me? Bar- Barry, my legs are very thin. So when you kick me under the table, it hurts.
1: Are you – we got it. I can't. I'm that – I'm sorry.
0: Okay, I can't. Okay, so we – clearly we have a lot of feelings about Sutton, but I think we have to shout out, to me, the clear MVP of this episode, Ms. Kathy <laughs> One, Hilton. One, two,
1: three. Kathy Hilton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she did it again. Okay, D- there are lots of great Kathy that. moments, but this montage that they give us of Kathy wandering into Kyle's bedroom at, like, 1245 the night before – And she gets in bed with her and is eating chips in bed. She's drinking a Red Bull at 1 a.m. She's reading a newspaper. It is so wild to watch. And just like every episode so far, Kathy has done something that is like so ridiculous, (laughs) but it feels completely authentic coming from her, which is crazy.
1: It's hilarious. Like, even the fact that she they kept, they keep reiterating that she's never been on a girls' trip, which is hilarious, by the way. Like you've just I just can't wrap my head around that, but she's having a better time than anybody else. She even in her interview said, like, we're on a girl's trip. If you're not gonna have fun, then you're gonna watch us have fun. Like this girl knows how to live and to hang, I know. but like she also doesn't know what a Red Bull is. Like it's just she's this like girl I is- thought it was
0: just a soft drink. <laughs> Which first of all, it's 1 a.m. Why would you be drinking like a Diet Coke in bed either? Like
1: <laughs> Okay, wait. I was gonna say that too. It's like regardless, you shouldn't be drinking a Diet Coke, right, at one 1- one in the morning because you're still gonna be awake, but I love it.
0: Obviously her sleep schedule's a little off because she fully sleeps through the, you know, fast car outing the next morning, which I would have too. That looked boring. I'm sorry. She goes, Leave me alone. <laughs> Get out. in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Did you see any of Kyle and Kathy's Instagram live from last night? together
1: so so yeah and i again (laughs) just like just like a reality show kathy it seemed like that was also her first instagram live as well because she didn't really know like the rules and regulations of that either
0: (laughs) she she is just such a character and we've seen in the past like her with some like interesting social media behavior like when she posted that comment that was like details about her you know appointment (laughs) or something and it's like all of the pieces now make so much more sense when we see how she really is around her sister, around her friends. It's like, oh, this is what Kathy Hilton is like all the time. She On this live, there are some clips, there's some really good clips on social media. She asked Kyle what channel Beverly Hills was on. Um, she started to like lay out exactly the details of their Friday night plans. And Kyle's like, Kathy, everybody can hear you right now. She thought she saw someone in the comments and thought it was Lisa Marie Presley. Like, it's there was just a lot going on.
1: It's hilarious. But we have to say that the next morning, once Kathy awoke from her, um, her Her slumber sleep, yeah. And the women came back from their cars, like they were having just again, like a normal combo. And Garcelle was saying how she has seen Paris before, like on the reel, and she, Started to talk. We all know Paris has two voices, like her sweet and 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 tender, and then her other like high. And then Garcelle even said she's seen her places, and she was always wondering, like, you're so on your phone, like, why are you here? What, why? You seem like you don't even want to be here. And Kathy and Kyle were both like, Paris is very shy and also intimidated by like the media and all that. That a lot of people don't know that, and that is her protection, and that her way to like avoid talking to people, etc. And so, the more we watch these shows, it's like we're seeing how these conversations work. Garcelle was like, Oh, th- well, I didn't know that. Like, thanks for explaining that. You know, like it's these people are having normal adult conversations with each other and like not talking, not continuing to talk shit about each other. Because Kyle even said, Good thing <laughs> I had that conversation with Garcelle last week, because if we didn't, I would have taken that the wrong way that she was talking right. about my family. You know, but right, I feel it's like,
0: like... And then, so Kyle says that Paris looks a lot like her, <laughs> which using like the transitive property or something, that would mean that Kathy Hilton thinks Garcelle looks like Paris Hilton. And my my brain just can't... My brain just can't quite wrap itself around that.
1: <laughs> I, I know, but these... I feel like this is a good group. And for some reason, I feel like Sutton doesn't fit in and it's unfortunate because Garcelle tries to like defend and stick up for Sutton because they are friends but even last night we see Garcelle's like I was just at like you can't brush those things under the rug I was just asking Mm -hmm. and I feel like Garcelle to me is almost between a rock and a hard place with Sutton because I
0: I agree so so right now it feels like Sutton is kind of the the odd person out Mm -hmm. just in terms of her relationships with the group and how she's sort of handling herself. And I think Garcelle doesn't necessarily fit in with the group the way that some of the other women do, but she, she knows how to kind of be around them and have these conversations and like spend time with them. Whereas Sutton, I feel like on paper she fits in well with the group, but then she's just like making these weird choices and reacting to stuff poorly. And it's like, this isn't how you actually get a group to want you around. <laughs> right. I don't know. I, I still enjoy Sutton a lot of the time, but this episode was just like, you, you got to get it together. And I mean, yeah. the, the stuff that she was saying to Crystal is like, you know, really unfortunate, but in all of her interactions with the women in that last group scene, it's like, are you like, are you okay? Like, th- it's not, it's so such a, Weird reaction.
1: I, yeah, I agree. I, I even when she was asking Erica, like trying to help her, she was like, Do you feel being from the South, you have to constantly like defend yourself from not being racist? And Erica was like, No, <laughs> like
0: I, yeah, I don't that was, feel that way. That was another weird thing. So Sutton has this idea that because she's Southern, everyone always assumes she's racist and she has to prove that she's not, which, first of all, proving that you're not racist is not bad thing it's like it's great to talk about not being racist and just show people that you're not racist but yeah like nobody else really seems to um to like get the idea that southerners are like automatically perceived to be racist i could see like in some ways how there might be certain scenarios where people might think that but like i don't know i i feel like sutton is has is more in her head about it than anything and it's just yeah. like okay, let's let's take a chill pill, let's come back down to Earth, and let's have a real conversation. And I yeah. would love to see that, but I don't know if she's in the headspace for it.
1: Yeah, so we'll see if this is um, next episode or continuing for the season, if this is just going to be like a Sutton fest. <laughs> I, just, uh, made up, I well, just made that up.
0: <laughs> now it's time for today's Grab the Skinny Pop Moments. Endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. And luckily, every kernel of Skinny Pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that I can eat it by the handful or even the bagful. Barry, what is your grab the Skinny Pop moment of the day?
1: My grab the Skinny Pop moment, I have. Two. One's minor. One is just the Oops. fact that, again, Kathy Hilton using eardrops as eye drops and oh, can't <laughs> see still. I mean, this poor girl. Oh, my God. I thought, but she doesn't even care. She's like, so what? I can't see. Like, she just is going on with her day. Just have to liven everything up with Kathy Hilton. And then my other one is the, um, the drinking game that they were playing Bottoms Up with the martinis only because they the fact that they kept showing everyone's faces around the table before they knew it was a prank <laughs> is was was so funny and they like erica literally did look like she saw a ghost because she couldn't believe that these women were chugging martinis so Rinna that is was some...
0: rena was horrified i mean sutton was horrified <laughs> and she was never even in on the prank so i mean
1: she, sutton are you gonna have about are you gonna play
0: no, no. ma'am
1: no no ma'am. i'm not
0: <laughs> uh uh-uh. um, so, okay my yeah, what was yours my grab the skinny pop moment is from the family karma premiere um which we talked we we asked vishal about this in our interview um at brian's birthday party when the guys were getting into it about you know what dylan had to say about vishal in in the press um and brian's mom is like outside the window while they're fighting inside just like Innocently cleaning up and all the people are like watching through the window, like over her head, trying to see what's happening inside. I just thought that was like such a wonderful moment. We love the parents on Family Karma and the juxtaposition between like what's going on with the main cast versus like their parents being oblivious is just uh, chef's kiss.
1: (laughs) I I agree. But so that's today's grab the skinny pop moment. You can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to the shop now page on
0: skinnypop.com. Stick around for our interview with Vishal Parvani. It's a good one. And we will talk to you next week. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use code MENTION. We are now joined by one of our favorite Bravo celebrities. I would say, from the cast of Family Karma, which just premiered last night. We're very excited to have Vishal Parvani. Hi, Vishal. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Of course. It's nice
2: to officially meet you as well as yourself. It's
1: it's very fun to have you on, especially on a premiere episode.
0: Yeah, what a premiere it was, right? (laughs) Yeah. So how are you feeling going into this season? It's your second time around. You're not, you know, you're not brand new to this. How do you feel about season two? Uh,
2: I I think I, I feel more comfortable with the process. I learned a lot about myself during season one. You know, I think I was... I came across as someone who always wanted to please everyone like a people pleaser. Um, and naturally I'm, I'm someone who just gravitated towards, um, avoiding stress. And, and because of that, I, I feel like I always wanted to please everyone, even if it was not my truth. And I think this time around, I'm, I'm really owning my truths and I know I can't please everyone. I got to put my happiness and my truths first.
1: Yeah. Um, well one of the most special things about this show is the relationships are so real within the group do you think mm-hmm. that makes showing things on camera easier or more difficult
2: uh it's definitely it, it's a mix of both I would say um, easier because the dynamic is already mm-hmm. there you know you're not you're not forcing anything this is if I have an issue with you it it's really because I have so much history with you right and it it intensifies my emotions because it's I'm dealing with family friends that I've known 30 plus years. So these are all friends who are essentially family. So it makes things a lot more intense.
1: Yeah. I love when the parent, like it goes back and shows like images of your parents, even like (laughs) knowing each other. I'm like, this
0: is cool. I love that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think our parents were there for each other. as like birds really.
0: Right. I'm curious. So You guys filmed season one a pretty, it was a pretty long time ago by the time the show premiered. And then obviously things went into COVID lockdown happened Mm -hmm. while your first season was airing. What was it like, you know, finding out that you were coming back for a second season and then sort of getting the group back together? How did that process go? Well, it
2: it was a very interesting time to be like showcasing uh, like to premiere our show was really doing the start of the pandemic uh it's not really i would say getting the group back together because we were always together um but it's it's been a very wild ride dylan very it's been it's been crazy it's really affected uh our lives like just social media presence uh it's had it's had its ups and it's downs like yeah i know what i signed up for so now naturally everyone has free reigns to comment on my life but <laughs> There's been a lot of positives as well, because now I get a, a showcase and, and I have a, a bring larger awareness to causes that I hold dear and near like, like, uh, bring more awareness to uh, people with um, uh, Crohn's disease or autoimmune diseases, like people, th- th- these are things that have uh, really bringing more awareness to uh, really invisible diseases. So that's some of the benefits of, of the show.
1: Yeah, what when you actually said that on um, this season cuz I have Crohn's disease too. And yeah. so when you said that I was like, "Oh my god, I don't knock on wood. It's not bad and mm-hmm. now like flare-ups like that." But uh, it was weird how I've like felt like a a weird like connection because I was like, no one really like talks about that type of stuff. But anyway, enough about like health. Um <laughs> but we see all the parents like we talked about before like love that first of all they're all hilarious and sometimes I'm like I kind of want to see more of the parents on the show are we not entertaining enough (laughs) (laughs) Barry? no you guys are but sometimes it's fun to see like a different generation but was your mother hesitant about appearing on the show with you at all or anyone for that matter
2: I I think most of the parents were extremely hesitant because as a culture (laughs) as Indians as Asians we are nationally we tend to be very private people and we don't want to showcase like our 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 family drama you know we always keep it within closed doors we don't want to speak about it we always want to be and pretend to be perfect Mm -hmm. and that's just not that's not the case and to get the parents to like fall in line with this and and get more comfortable with this fact it was difficult but i think as the show progressed and they they just it's It became more lightning and freeing to just express themselves like a therapy session.
0: (laughs) You can tell sometimes like you guys in the cast, because you grew up, you know, with reality TV and all this stuff, you kind of know the deal. Whereas you see the parents sometimes maybe saying something they shouldn't or, you know, being almost a little too free because they're like, what? I'm just talking to my kid. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Can can we talk about
1: Anisha's grandfather for a second where he was like asking if they were like, aren't you shooting today? And she like (laughs) literally turned and like pointed to the camera and then he waved like that is so pure. It was so pure. Uh,
2: Grandpa is an icon. He is a legend. And every time he's on camera, I just I I laugh out loud.
0: (laughs) I love how much they they break the fourth wall on your show just with like the producers talking to the parents and stuff because it really makes it feel so Real and like it's not this kind of staged thing where the parents it, it, know it, what's it, going it, on. Like,
2: Dylan, it's completely. That's that's how it is. That they, they they don't know that uh, my grandparents still think it's like it's acting. It's like, oh, you're an actor. You like no, no,
1: it's, it, it's <laughs> not. It's not that. It,
2: it, it's it's hard to explain to them that this is just. This is just people following us around.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that is completely different than what they're used to. Even. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's been a second season.
0: So in the premiere, obviously a lot has gone on in your relationship with Richa. So can you kind of update us between season one and season two, kind of what was going on and where your headspace was at going into filming?
2: Yeah. So, uh, as you guys know, season one ended with the official engagement of of me and my fiance, Richa. Um, And right... uh, you know, you know twenty twenty. It was it was a hard year for everyone, and, and unfortunately, things were not very smooth on that front in our relationship. Starting, starting, going through the pandemic together, we were quarantined apart, unfortunately, and that really took its toll on our relationship. And you know, uh, some will probably even call it a shit show, but <laughs> it. it it was hard. It was hard. Um, and it's, it's not easy to navigate being quarantined apart for such a long period of time. It really just it adds another level of, uh, of uh, another toll to our relationship that I don't know if we were ready to handle at that time.
1: Right. but You also said at one point that you because there was a lot of arguing going on and you hadn't spoken in a few in a few weeks. And I was like, wow, that's actually very interesting to me. But was that during quarantine? That wasn't during quarantine. That was just like in general, you have you didn't speak for that amount of time.
2: Um, No, in in general and through quarantine, because during quarantine, yeah, we were we were getting into a lot of arguments. Mm -hmm. And when we're in a long distance relationship, It's a lot easier for either one of us to ignore the other and just just stop talking and not dealing with the situation at hand because there was a lot of fights, a lot of tears were happening. And it's just, I I guess it's easier just to just cut communication off and, Mm -hmm. and, and keep living your life. And that's something that I... I think it was always her that was always ignoring me, not not the other way around. I was always I was always annoying her, trying to get <laughs> a hold of her. But that's very like, big of you to admit. Everybody, everybody has different <laughs> communication styles. <laughs> like you know, like if she doesn't pick up, I'll dial her number another ten or twenty times. I'm right. I'm that guy. I, I want to <laughs> deal with the situation right now. But if she's upset with me, she could ignore me and 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 not uh, deal with the situation on hand. So. That really took its toll on our relationship, and yeah, we, we didn't speak for a couple of weeks, and, and that's just how it was.
0: In like the season preview and stuff, obviously we see that Rich is going to be on the show again. There's, you know, Lopa is going to be back who, for, for better. My or favorite or worse. people. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, so, kind of, can you give us any updates on how things progress throughout the season and where you're at right now with your relationship? Um, I'll I'll
2: let you know that. Uh, in the beginning of uh, of the season we are in a very we're, we're not in a we're unfortunately in a very tough spot where she's given me my ring back we're not engaged we're not uh, we're not in a relationship and it sucks it, it, and there's there's issues that I want that we, we need to deal with and we need to we can't just ignore what's going on around us. There there are there are there are issues that we need to to speak directly face to face because we were quarantined apart. We we don't see each other and there are issues that need to be stated because we are we've been in a relationship for nine years and the way things ended, I was not very happy with. So I don't want to give away too much story, you gotta watch how, mm-hmm. how the story yep. progresses. Because it is, it is a wild ride. And just with any long-term relationship, it's never easy. There are, there are we're, we're like that old bickering couple that, that we always have issues like that we need to deal with and talk about and, and go through with and, and either grow together or go our separate ways. But we, right. can't, we can't keep doing this back and forth. It's not healthy for either one of us.
1: Right. And nine years is a length of time where you can't just um, move on. Like you have to kind of have closure for that. And you seem like the type of person who doesn't sweep things under the rug. Like you want to have conversations, you want to talk about it and you want to settle things, which is good. And well, I I was I was that person that wanted to sweep things under the rug. (laughs) That that, that was
2: that was me. But, you know, therapy has helped a lot with that Mm -hmm. regards that. I don't want to just ignore everything and make everyone else happy because that's not going to make me happy at the end of the day. So if if something is bothering me, I will speak my truth. And, and I'm not just going to say, I'm not going to just put band-aids on our relationship now. It has to be, it has to be completely done or, or, or all in. It can't just be this yes, no, ignore me for three weeks at a time. I'm not happy with that. And she's not happy with that. And that's why Mm -hmm. You saw what what had transpired.
0: Totally. Well, there's a lot other a lot of other stuff happening in the premiere too. We are introduced to Dylan Patel for the first time, and you guys are you know not <laughs> not off on the best foot this season. So were you were you surprised that it felt like he was sort of coming for you right away when he was coming on the show, or did you maybe s- see that coming a little bit?
2: I, I was hurt, uh, and, and I'll tell you why. If, if, if rumors are being spread about you and things that are completely false uh, and your family or friends hear about these rumors, I think it's their job, their duty to correct it. Or just if they don't want to correct it, just ignore it, not add further fuel to the fire. And that's what hurts me because not only are they perpetuating rumors, they're, they're the ones creating rumors about me. Dylan was 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 spreading lies about me. And this is someone who I consider family. And that just that honestly, just hurt me. I don't, I don't care if about anyone that doesn't matter. Uh, or that I don't know, really, mm-hmm. if, if someone wants to talk about me, I don't care, it, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the people who matter are my friends and my family. And if one of them are, really, are talking nonsense about me, that hurts. That really hurts my core. That I. This is something I would never do to friends or family. So I expect, I expect the same. I expect to, I expect how I treat others the way they should treat me. So if someone's talking, and and spreading lies about me, that the whole community is hearing about it. Mm-hmm. That I'm not going to take lightly. I want to deal with it head on. And and this is someone who literally I've seen since he was born. This is someone I I've grown up with. This is my. Uh, my mom and and his mom, are best friends. Sean and I grew up together. He was always that little, you know, ankle biter that was always like, <laughs> like play like he, he would play basketball with us. he he uh, i always I always found him to be like a good, genuine guy. He was he was my he was my family. I thought we always had each other's best interests at heart. So to hear someone so close to me speaking so ill about me, that just hurt. And and I wanted to deal with that
0: totally. Yeah. And I feel like when you find out that somebody who you've known for so long is coming on the show, you assume that it's gonna be oh fun, like we're we're all gonna be you know like hanging out together, and you know it's like a big, happy group, and then yeah to kind of, <laughs> that didn't really happen.
1: <laughs> not at all. Do you have any regrets about how you handled the situation with Dylan?
2: Um you know? I, I, I used a very harsh rhetoric. <laughs> um, but you know, I I I wanted to use that language as a deterrent. I'm not a physical person. I believe in Ahimsa. You know, I am that's that means nonviolence. I I I but for certain people I think you just need to I, I don't I don't think he would have learned any other way. I think he would have kept running his mouth like the little you know, kid he is, like that that's how he is. And I don't think he'll ever learn better unless someone actually put him straight the way I was always put up. I was always taught my lessons growing up. You know, like this is wrong, this is this is right, not oh, this is wrong, but you're okay. Keep doing what you want to do. That's fine, just keep running your mouth. It's okay, but you're wrong, but keep running your mouth. I don't want that to happen. And I just want to let him know that if it's not me and if it's someone else, they may actually not take it the right way. And I just wanted to really scare him straight
0: I feel like on these shows sometimes you know people you know there are kind of like overreactions to things and I don't think anybody whether it's you know Dylan or Sean or Anish I can't imagine that they really thought that you were like threatening to like bash his head <laughs> yeah. in any real kind like I understand well, why I, I, say
1: ba-
2: I never said bash.
0: I'll <laughs> okay. put your fucking face on the ground but like <laughs> I understand why they were like, correcting you down. I understand why they would be like, I don't know, like frustrated that you said that. But the idea that it's like, oh, my God, like you're going to beat up my brother. It's like, mm, I don't know.
1: Even but- when you were confronted about it, you were like, yeah, I said that. Yeah, I did. You that owned was it. Great. You, you owned like, it, no, Yeah, I said that. I did. But I understand <laughs> what you're saying, how that is you were kind of doing it to show that that's how you were also brought up. Like, um, like what you just said, it's like, you have to, it's a lesson, but yeah, I, I really just want
2: to teach him a lesson. Like, like, listen, I was hurt. And if someone, if, you, if you're going to speak about someone else, anybody else, that's not family. This is how they may react. That's my, right. that was my, my thing. And I want to really scare him straight. I'm not going to, I'm not a fire person. I, <laughs> we, I, I, be, we believe you,
1: so I know I, you're going to say we have. We're going to watch the show. Of course, we're going to watch season. But can you tell us like where you and Dylan stand right now?
2: Um, I wish I could, <laughs> but <laughs> very, Dylan, it is. Uh, it's a wild season. Um, totally. We're yeah. all we're all friends. That you see, there is a history. There's a 30 plus year history with all of us, mm-hmm. and. I think with just any family, you have. I think emotions are intensified with families just because you're you, you expect a lot more out of them, right? And with with those expectations, I, I I think there's a lot more disappointments and a lot more and a lot more happiness as well. It, it's it's going to be an emotional roller coaster, a, a crazy a crazy emotional roller coaster. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm glad that it's what my, my what my friends and my family that, you know,
0: totally uh, at the end of yeah. the
2: day, it's, it's where we're all family.
0: I want to ask about another tense relationship in your cast between Anish and Monica. And in the premiere, <laughs> we see Anish is clearly not over it. She, uh, she calls uh, Rish the dollar store Drake. And that when she goes in and decides to he greet Monica, <laughs> she does a very I would say not a very warm hello and goodbye <laughs> what, what how do you feel about the relationship between the two of them because I feel like they could both think, put their differences aside <laughs>
2: I think at this point they just need to be cordial with one another yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna get along with everyone but we're all friends and I I, I like I, I get along like Monica's my sister Anisha I also consider my sister and I don't think every family member needs to get along yeah it's, it's I, I laughed out loud, especially
0: Amrit's impression of what yes. exactly
1: happened. It was spot on. This is, this is the hair.
0: This is the hair. So I'm saying hello. Hi. no Now goodbye.
1: I, I, feel, I feel like anyone, if anyone else, like on any show, did what like Anisha did, it would be like everyone would be like, are you serious? Almost react the way Monica did. But I thought it was hilarious because she was being dead serious. She was like, so I want to say hello. Goodbye and like turned around and left. That is, that's, you, you know, you can't write that.
2: <laughs> I, 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 I laughed out loud watching that because yeah, I was not in my right state of mind when that happened. I, I heard very differently. I thought <laughs> she had said that she was shit-faced and that was clearly wrong. <laughs> she just had her shit
0: face on.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you might've been shit-faced
0: i definitely was <laughs> i gotta say anish has a way with words i mean last season i think you were called uh, you know had a mediocre crossfit glow up maybe
2: <laughs> i think I, I think i've upped that a little bit now you know it's just like a uh, it's a
0: exceptional <laughs>
2: crossfit glow up
0: okay so the crossfit glow up has glowed up even further <laughs> i think so what do you
2: think i, I agree um, I,
0: I agree with that assessment. Maybe still a mama's boy, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Very <laughs> uh,
2: dull. All Indian men are mama's boys.
0: Right. Like you would have to do, you would have to like do some pretty crazy shit to not, to not be a mama's boy anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But thank God, because then the mamas wouldn't be on the show. And like I said, we need that.
2: And and, and they're so, and you could see they're so attached to us that, you know, our issues become their issues mm. whether we want that or not
0: yeah absolutely I mean I think it's it's kind of the best dynamic you could ask for on a show like this because everybody everything that's happening affects everyone else in the group it's not like there's these you know little side storylines that nobody really cares about everything feels like it's happening to you guys as a group and we saw at Brian's birthday like you know everyone feels like they kind of have like a stake in what's going on because it's such a tight knit group. And I love seeing that dynamic. Yeah. And and alcohol certainly helps with that too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There were some white claws, some shots.
1: (laughs) Yes. You're someone. was it you? Someone was like, how many shots should I pour? I was like, Oh my God, like just make a try. But Michelle, is there anything, what are you most excited for, for this season for people to say? You know, I, I was just excited that, um,
2: with with the response that we got from season one, it was so Mm -hmm. overwhelmingly positive. And I think it really gave a good outlet for, and and representation for for Indian Americans. And I'm just more excited to to showcase just our culture even more, give you a more in depth view of all our families and how intertwined all our lives are. And you can't make this shit up, it's crazy.
0: We we look forward to watching this whole season. I know people have had time to catch up now, so hopefully everyone else is along for the ride. Season two, but I'm so glad we got to talk to you about the premiere. Yes, yes thank you for having me, guys. This is this is awesome. Thank you for thank you out. so much for being here. Everyone, watch Family Karma Wednesday nights on Bravo.
2: Only Bravo, 9 p.m. Eastern.
0: 9 p.m. Eastern. Thanks, Vishal. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow wherever you listen to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at BravoByBetches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool.
1: Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at BravoByBetches on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, <laughs> Batches.